Deer Trucking Awesome. What do you think of when someone says tough? Honestly, I think of a Toyota truck. Tundra's one mean mother of a truck with a twin turbo V6, an incredible going power, and the Tacoma claws through terrain with a taller suspension and lots of creature comforts in the cockpit. Both Toyota trucks are decked out with tons of cool features and tech you'll dig. Check them out at toyota.com, folks. Visit your front range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Whoa. Oh, a munder. A munder. How about that? And all, really, it should have been a mega munder, but the game was garbage time from halftime on. Too busy so. dunking to play defense, baby. Too busy, baby. Well, Welcome in, everybody, to the Winner's Lounge. It feels very good to be back in the uh, Winner's Lounge. I'm not going to uh, lie, man. It's been a while. For a while there, I didn't know how long this stretch of Loser's Lounge was going to be. But that's all ancient history now as the Nuggets take care of business against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Take care of business is an understatement, man. They they did their work early tonight. Yeah, that was larceny. I don't even know if they took care of business. Like, what they did was illegal. <laughs> that's true. That was it some was. Wall Street business. It really, it really was. Um, I'm joined by Brennan Vogt. Hey, we're, uh, you know, we're paid in parts not to overreact. Best garbage time of all time. Let's Best go! garbage time of all time. It's my cold take. I got D-Line over here. Baby, uh, I'm, uh, I want to see a little more Zeke Najee minutes. I don't know about you guys. Man, Zeke Najee definitely on the list, in the club. And then over here, Duvalier, a.k.a. Duvalier. I'm, I'm excited to be here. We haven't been here in a while, and this is where I deserve to be. Deserve. Deserve. Hold on. I just want to – no one knows this, but the pregame show, it looked like we were all here on time. Dev got here during the countdown. <laughs> Dev literally sat five down in that seat. Before. Maybe five seconds. Yeah, he's talking about what incredible. he deserves. It unbelievable. It really I've never been more impressed with anything in my entire life. Uh, as always, guys, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook <laughs> app. You want to download the app right now onto your phone. Use promo code DNVR when you do. And why? Because I don't know about people like Dev who maybe advise you to bet on Jamal Murray's points. You know that? That's questionable advice, but if you listen to me, you take the Jokic double-double, you take the Michael Porter 14 and a half, and you collect your money. Dev, mm. do you care to comment about the advice you gave to our audience the before the game? Advice. What happened? The wayward <laughs> advice. What? what are you guys talking about? Didn't the Nuggets win or something? Honestly, it's impressive that Jokic got his double-double. Like we were looking, I mean, at this game was over so early. We were watching Jokic's double-double, like, just sitting here praying that they, he would be in the game long enough to grab it. And it's crazy because he grabbed 12 assists. He got way more than enough. Well, one could also argue he had no business still being That's in that true. game. He, he didn't really have any but business. But thank you, Michael. Thank, I know Michael clearly uh, had a, a 33% profit boost parlay built. <laughs> I do like the idea. <laughs> around around uh, Jokic double-double like the rest of us. So the Nuggets get the big blowout win. There's a lot of different positives. I mean, this is going to be a feel-good winner's lounge, guys. Uh, I feel great. There's degrees of winner's lounge. This one isn't quite funky music level, no, no, but no. it's as close to funky as you can get. I just don't know if we can do funky music for a Cavs team. I just I don't think we can do it. But no, no, no. <laughs> the vibes are still immaculate right now. I'm going to start with you, Dev. Where do you want to start with this blowout, blowout win? I, I already feel like whenever you get a game that has Zeke Najee, RJ, RJ Hampton with a lot of minutes. Faku was back. When you could get those guys on, Blacko was on there. If they play, that means something went totally bad <laughs> or incredibly right, right. good. And this was a time that it went incredibly good. Uh, this is a scheduled tweet also. <laughs> this, this is well, scheduled. Steph's first show, man. <laughs> first show. He's still learning how it works. I mean, yeah, but who stood out? You know, it, it's kind of funny. We talk about king of the game, but, like, who stood out in this one? Because so many, so many players were good. This was a, like, everybody sort of came together. Everyone did their part. I mean, it was a Paul Millsap game. It was his birthday. Um, he looked a little spry. He looked like he was... Man, I wanted him to catch that body. I know. <laughs> little, he could have got a birthday third, tree A little himself. birthday tree. Oh, you know, he would have had such a dad <laughs> caption on it, too. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, throwback game for Millsap. Throw, yeah. it up, throw it up for dad, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how about MPJ, right? Much maligned lately, and of course, thought he looked much better tonight. 
A uh, lot of observations around that. Seems like guys were keen on getting him going. Yes. Stuff was run for him. Jokic was keen on getting the ball to MPJ. And we talked a lot about the negative reactions to what MPJ did wrong tonight. Some very positive body language from Jokic in response to what Porter did well. Uh, we were looking for a turnaround game. Just Cleveland. But that's what these games are for. Right. That's the stuff you need to see. So check that off the list. I actually agree with you that this is my number one takeaway. There's a lot of fun stuff that happened that maybe means a little bit less, although I do think it's meaningful. You know, Zeke Naji, RJ Hampton, Facundo Compazzo, like good good things out of that. But to me, so much, we, when we talk about Michael Porter's the bullseye of the season, like he's, the, he's what it's all about. And I actually took away exactly what you said here. Two things. One, it looked like the team was looking for him, specifically looking to get him going spots uh, and just trying to involve him a little bit more. And two, Jokic, and I thought the rest of the team, but Jokic most notably, seemed to be like maybe he watched film of himself this last game and was like, wow, really yelling at this dude quite a bit here. Like, why don't I try to – I tried to stick for a while. Let me, you know, see yeah. if the carrot's going to work Our old buddy better. Nick Cos Cosmider tweeted this out, but at one point MPJ puts up a shot – and Yoke walks away with two hands in the air. He starts running down the floor before the shot, you know, hits the bottom of the net, which is, of course, the opposite right. of what we saw just two days ago. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? I'm not playing this defense. This is how you shoot a three. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so it was good. Like, I, I honestly think that those types of things are meaningful, that Jokic, and look, maybe if this game went south, Jokic would have been doing the, the, all the other stuff. And again, I'm not putting it on Jokic. We've talked about this. The Lions share the responsibility for every player's on themselves. But this is part of Jokic's leadership. I felt like it was a point of emphasis tonight. Yeah, it seemed that way. I mean, <clears throat> I I think a lot of what you're saying, though, like, I think it's true. Like, the the game was just out of hand so on that it just sort of allowed everyone to just, like, take a deep breath, like, take a step back. Like, right. all right, like, let, let's get everybody going. Like, I, I mean, really, everybody had a, had a game. No one right. really had a bad game for the Nuggets. Who had the worst game tonight? I think other than Marcus Howard, who? Uh, there's uh, an obvious Bull Bull. answer. Is it Bull Bull? Jamal Murray? Yeah, I mean, but again, he wasn't bad. Like, look, he's a plus 24, but you're right. He was three of six. He only got six shots up. Yeah, like, how many points did he score? Yeah. I mean, but come on. Like, they, the Nuggets scored 133. I All right, mean, I'm just asking. You're asking me who didn't play you well. You asked the question. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was a winner's lounge, guys. Right. I'm sorry. Ask I apologize, me, guys. Well. <laughs> Everyone else. It's like, who's the poorest millionaire tonight? Like, well, <laughs> we have to talk about Um No, so I thought that point, I thought the, the Michael Porter one was great. And by the way, Four of seven from three tonight. Like, getting that three-point shot going, um, let's be honest, he'd missed a couple. I feel like he needed a stabilizer to see the, the ball go through the hoop tonight, and I, I feel like he absolutely got that tonight. I think it was great that they, they made it a point to yeah. kind of cater to him in a way. They knew that they they put him out on an island. They knew that they, they needed to clear the, you know, clear the air with him. Um, and what they got to see was if you run sets for Michael Porter Jr., if you put him in spots where he can succeed, where you put him in spots where you're – uplifting him the shots start to fall and he's also like more in tuned with what what's going on um he's a player that's you know emotional um from what we can see that if things are going well he's he's doing well if things are going bad then he's trying to figure it out and he wants to just fit in um where he can so this was a game that that they made sure that he was happy and you got to see the results yeah and Jokic tonight, he's the team high plus thirty two, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> because thirty two. If you could if like give Jokic some truth serum and say like what's your perfect game look like, it's this. Of course it's a weak competition, but like twelve points on seven shots, twelve assists, six rebounds, two plus, steals, plus, plus thirty two. Like this was Jokic in his bag tonight. Everybody had it going. The threes were dropping in the first <laughs> half, and he was like, sweet, I get to kind of sit back here and play the style I like. He could tell he was hunting assists at the end. It's also he's dictating, right? If I go back to that Lakers game, of course Jokic always does, but that Lakers game was a lot of reacting, mostly because his teammates couldn't help him out at all. But tonight it was just like three steps ahead at all times. And yeah. only, it's, it's what is it, only six assists, or well, 12 assists. Uh, some six of the rebounds. Six rebounds, but some of the... Some of those assists were nasty, man. Right. Just like fully in his bag. I'm reading the floor like Neo right now. I, I just thought he was awesome. This is like one of these hilarious pendulum games where you're like, one game will go, you're like, in the pregame, we were like, man, it's just Jokic and a bunch of guys. Now it's like, every nugget is good. Everyone's good. <laughs> pendulum swung the other yeah, way. Our depth is can't be beat. Everyone's good. Najee's good. No. Howard's good. Right, they're all in there. The Cavs are bad. It's like our whole list. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, like we talked about this. There was no surprise. The schedule, you go up against the tough teams, and some of yep. the, the new guys especially look really rough. And then you go against here, and, and some of the new guys look, look phenomenal. Um, Jokic, let's just stick on him for another second here. 
I think Jared Allen's good, but he wasn't matched up with him too often. It was really Drummond, and I feel like Drummond is the type of player Jokic just like. <laughs> well, Jokic looks at the schedule and is like, oh, I got Drummond tonight. Sweet. <laughs> like, this dude always guesses Baby wrong. Like, yeah. On offense, like, there was a, a couple, not just one, a couple plays where Jokic would, like, sag off of Drummond and be like, he's going to make – don't even pressure him. He's about to make himself a mistake and sure not he'd travel or he'd do the wrong thing. So And there's, there's people that I'm sure that don't want to see Drummond just because he's long, he's athletic, he rebounds in bunches, he, he could do a lot of things um, athletically gifted. Yeah. But then you have a player like Jokic who's cerebral, he's just like, oh, man. This guy can't do anything with me. Like, I don't have to run much. I could get him out of the, the pain. I could get him out of his spots because he has to guard me. And th this was if you look at it, this was a game that Jokic was not going to be able to have a lot of points or anything like that because he was just like, okay, this is just going to come easy for me today. Let's get everybody else involved. Right. Um, you guys like birthdays, honestly. Like, would you like your own birthday? Oh, uh, yeah. You do? Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I'm 27, so I'm kind of greasing the end of that okay, threshold, yeah. I think. Where it's yeah. still an exciting day when you're like, yeah. guys, it's my birthday. Oh, I'm older. Do you like birthday? I, uh, I kind of actually hate them. You, yeah, you, well, I don't, I don't hate them, but I like, don't do like, I do absolutely nothing for them at this point. In my I life. feel like the feeling of like today's supposed to be special and it being absolutely not special makes it a little <laughs> less because it's, like, it's like it's like New Year's Eve. Where it, you're like, oh, I'm not at the good party. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have the anticipation of a vacation, but you're really just like back at work or whatever. Yeah. But with Paul Millsap, I think it was the reverse uh, birthday like type of age thing. So like we'll just say like when I was like one year 16, younger? 17, I would do certain like do certain things, maybe on a basketball court or something. They'd be like, oh, he do, he's doing that. He's only 16, 17. Right. Now that you're like at an age, nobody <laughs> gives you the same respect. But, you know, like Paul Millsap is getting older. LeBron James is older. Like Tom Brady's older. So they get the respect again. It's like a reverse effect where you're Three like, he did that right at there. 35. <laughs> he did that at 40. Well, he was fantastic tonight. So he gets 22 points tonight. Get to, Without looking, without looking. How many shots did he take tonight? He got 22 points. Uh... I'll say nine. Nine. Oh no! Oh, actually, I know this. Eight. It's eight. He took eight shots to get twenty-two points. That's incredible yeah, efficiency. Seven of eight. Seven of eight. Two of three from the three-point line. Six of seven from the foul line. Picks up four rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block. Oh, a throwback Paul Millsap game, man. He still has it when he's going up against Chetty Osman. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just feel like just in general, Paul, Paul Millsap, if uh, he's allowed to like not, if he doesn't have to be like a player you count on every game like he's good every like fifth game or something like wow what do i see here are we pull, <laughs> are you pulling so us two. up on the on we the got two so this yeah, oh, oh these you you sent these let's just them? do it Kale. okay so we let's got go we have an interruption today. here we can talk about this um, in a minute so this actually is wow. the follow-up treat this is <laughs> harrison First Did of somebody, all, who made this up, Photoshop? Up Photoshop job. This is our guy, the fuck who composite stand. He was all over Yeah Mike. <laughs> society of Yeah Mike. I believe that's his masterpiece. And CT Fazio hopping in the Windler wind resemblance. Wow. Not even really true, but I like it. No, I see it. I, no, see, I it. see it now. It's hilarious. It is. Like, like, they got Harrison's sure. head humongous. He, he's built like a mascot on that. Like, this is horrible. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Look how giant that head is. Incredible. Look at that. Crimson chin. Look at how he's just looking directly into the camera there. It's so really I didn't weird. have any uh, anywhere to go with that, but I that just, was thought, all, well, just thought, thought we should all take a look. random, too. We right? don't, yeah, we, yeah. We, awesome. You can interrupt for the kind of thing anytime you want. Uh, but Millsap tonight, winding back the clock, man, it was kind of cool to see. And it is cool that it happened on his birthday. I mean, a very I dad-like. I think that's why it happened. It's like, it's like a, you know, like one of these like, tent poles in life. Like, What'd you say? Eric's uh, mic went out. His mic went out. My mic went out. He was a just when you were about to make a great point, too. That's not likely. All right. Well, we'll just move on while we. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, uh, okay. it's really all about uh, the tent pole. I don't know if you people can hear. Me. If you can hear me, uh, flip me off in they the comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think he's doing for to celebrate? His birthday today. I mean, is there? Is, like, he, is, he, is he hanging out with his family? Probably doing a magic trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Watching Harry Potter like a, the third, like a vase. He probably got a new vase or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ashtray. <laughs> a new <Tie>. vase. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, another keeping with the theme of everybody playing great tonight. Will Barton was also, I thought, fantastic. Eight. Seven of ten, and and sneaky, starting to shoot the ball well over these last couple at least. Two or three from the three-point line. He was a plus 29 as well. 16 points, two rebounds for him. Um, 
You know, nice. stringing together. I mean, again, it's a bad opponent or whatever, right, but right, stringing right. together, another another good one. The three-point shot, at, you know, for the most part has actually been there this season. I mean, like, his, his contributions on offense have felt mostly like if that's falling, he can do something, grab some rebounds, secondary playmaking. Uh, the last week, though, maybe some signs of life going to the rim, getting to the rim, uh, where he could not finish to save his own life about a month ago, but it's starting to look a little bit better. Uh, I just like that he's trying, that he's aggressive, and, and he can't lose that confidence. I think it's what's funny about these early season, especially statistics, and we're only 23 games now into the season. Like, it's still so early. <laughs> and and so even if you talk about how many we games. We don't even know what the second half of the season is yet. Know, we're still we're like, a month away from the rest of the schedule arriving. Being released. Uh, but, you know, we talk about lineups. This lineup that was out there to start the game tonight has not been great this season. You know, it hasn't, it hasn't been like some of the other lineups. And what's funny is tonight I would bet – most of these plus 29, plus 32, plus 28 that they all have came together as one unit. And it's one of those lineups that I think will probably swing this lineup from a not good lineup to a at least average or good lineup. And it, it, this is why it's so important to stick with, with you know, early season data to always take it with a grain of salt. What's, what, what's, what's so funny? Oh, that people are just flaming vote for his outfit. It's, uh, it's, very enjoyable. <laughs> it's like really enjoyable to me. I'm just, I'm looking at no, this. I'm looking over it. Uh, no, there's a lot of Indiana Jones meets 70s dad. Oh, man. It is like, it is uh, like uh, that lot 70s of Indiana show Jones. Indiana Jones. Um, it, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones is cool, though. Like, I was going to say. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, right yeah, yeah. People one. are saying it because it, it's cool. They're like, <laughs> that's what they're, that's like, they're like, Brendan looks like an 80s movie icon. How cool. Hey, someone said my drip continues to ascend, Eric. That's your favorite word. <laughs> Ooh, wow. The ascension of the Brendan Vogt. The ascension Vogue. of Brendan Vogt's wardrobe over here. <laughs> I Listen, digress. I didn't say it. Adam asked me why I was uh, gritting, and that, that was the reason I was gritting. There's so much talk about what people wear on this show that I really yeah. make like I'm 36, man. Well, you, I'm probably Paul yeah. Millsaps. Or am I 37? I think I'm 37. I'm you 37. Told me. I think I'm 37. <laughs> it's, yep, I just turned 37. Nobody even wished me a happy birthday. It was a horrible day. It's not true. I did. Oh, that's probably right. You probably did. I, I know it's your birthday. I didn't, it I didn't even care at all. But I'm saying I'm 37. Like, I wonder. I've never thought about what people wear as much as like when I'm on the show and people well, are talking about it. because the show is people literally just looking at us the whole time. <laughs> they have nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing else that happens. They're just looking at us talking. And then they notice that Brendan Vaughn looks like an 80s movie icon. So I, don't I don't know how many 37, 38 year olds are guys. like, oh, what kind of jeans am I wearing? I wear the ones that are the most comfortable jeans. Mm, and I put a t-shirt on. Wrangler, I'm sure. Wrangler, um, maybe. Yeah, right, dude. You don't know this. I'm tall. I have to buy tall from the tall person store. Well, I, I've never been to the tall Sh person store. You, you so definitely have not. Or you don't shop there. Yeah, I don't know any. I've brands of jeans people never even heard of because they're just for tall people. Um, <laughs> all right, the basketball game. All right, all right back to, to what back you were saying, it? Adam. Um, with the lineup that goes together, uh, that's why it's great that they play together in a game like this. Yeah. Like you knew that you were going to get a win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, so why uh, not get those? Oh God, what happened? Together? Winner shot. It's yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. We won. We won. It's the winner's it, it's lounge. It's a winner's baby. lounge. Ah, it's Wednesday. That's Adam, what we weren't doing. Adam's, a, Adam's acting like he has a uh, like a like he has an office job or something. It's, always, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rocky time, baby. Let's go. All right. All right. Was Dev making a point or no, should no, we just interrupt? It. You already <laughs> forgot it. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. Thank you. Did somebody buy this for us? Yeah, of course. All right. Well, thank you. Shouts to the super chatter. Let's go, baby. Cheers, winner's lounge. Let's lounge. go. Cheers. Oh, Rocky, huh? I smell it. Oh, I love it. I love it every time. <laughs> the good stuff, the good, oh man, you can tell that's the good stuff because it goes down smooth and then it kicks like a dying cat the whole way. <laughs> like a dying dragon, really. Um, <laughs> Jamal Murray, again, didn't play well. You seem concerned about this. I mean, that's... I was, he would I, like to, to be honest, I really was just answering your question, like oh, okay. looking for an answer by default. It's fine when they win. It's not like he was forcing stuff. Right. Like, you know, it's not like he took a bunch of shots and missed them. But I, I still feel like there is a feel for the game thing with Jamal that's a couple steps back from where we last saw him when he was playing well. You know, this is a guy who I think is, reads the court increasingly well as a point guard playmaker and more importantly alongside Jokic. And at times this season, it's just felt a little bit like, well, where are you going? Yeah. What are you doing, man? That's all right. It, that's right. all right. I just it would have been another feel good thing. Like there are so many feel good things, and with the with the Murray one, I don't feel bad. It's just yeah, we didn't get the like. That's all. Yeah. Murray goes four for four from three, and it's like okay, his shots. He's getting back his the legs one thing whatever. we were missing. If you um, could be greedy, I have a negative take and a positive from this game with Murray. 
Um, the negative is I'm I'm still unsure why it, lo it looks like he always wants to post guys now as if he's like six nine. I know they're going something. to that a lot, and every, I like him in the post, but that's like a, every single play, and and that's how he's getting his shot is all only on those step backs, um, every single time contested shots and, and things of that nature. That's what I th think was negative, but I did think that this was a, a positive Jamal Murray game um, due to the fact that. I feel like he made it a point to really find Michael Porter Jr. and ah, show that he could play alongside him. I love that. Him. It's a good take uh, When you go back and watch, it was a lot of skip passes to find him. It was a lot of setups. Um, there was times that he could shoot that he made it a point not to shoot it just to get someone else involved. Like when we, when you were searching for that Jokic assist uh, on the last one, Murray had a shot. He could have went up. He decided to go back and then did a, a no-look pass to Paul Millsap for an easy basket. He made sure to get others involved, and it didn't have to be only the scoring. So I think that that was a positive. Yeah. Uh, let's hit our first break because I can't wait to get to segment two because we get to talk about garbage time, baby. Let's go. And there's a lot of garbage time garbage players. Tits. It's not even garbage. It was like recycling, it's I like, guess. Yeah. It's better than garbage, <laughs> you know? Recycling time. Recycling. I like that. It's recycling time. So we're going to go to break. I got to not interrupt you. We had somebody call the principal's office on us, uh, a viewer, and really? complain about interrupting your reads. Dead serious. That viewer may or may yeah, not have been me <laughs> or my father. I know, uh, I know who it was. Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. One of the other things we talk about here when we're not talking about principal, Denver sports. Principal, by the way, said. <laughs> principal doesn't care. He is the principal. <laughs> uh, have you tried the Mile High City Copper Lager? It's the official Denver Nuggets-themed beer have. of Breckenridge Brewery of the great state of Colorado. If you're not sure where to get it, you can come on down to the DNVR bar. We've got a whole bunch of good Breck brews around. Or you could punch it into the Breck Beer Locator. What is that? It's a magical tool that tells you exactly what you're looking for, Magic. where it is, down to a tenth of a mile. You punch in what flavor, where you live, and it'll find that Mile High City Copper Lager for you. Make sure you check out our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. You can call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. Um, to order delicious food and booze for pickup from their farmhouse. Use code DNVR to save five. Dollars. Talk to the. I talked, by the way, to the bar manager today about getting some Rocky in the bar too. I might. I mean, we might. This might be a thing that happens. I'm saying. Yeah. We'll be the you, only bar in town you, that serves yeah. Rocky. You two can uh, throw it down and then people want regret when they it come immediately. Here. No, they do. We've actually almost everybody that comes. It's a fan that interacts with us. We're like, hey man, can I get some of that Rocky? Yeah, yeah. And then we give them some. They're like, uh, thanks. Speaking <laughs> of which, if you come down to the DNVR bar and you want to like chat hit me up on on social or something i'll come down i don't know we always have people here i don't know who's here because of us or just stumbled in or whatever so if you're here and you want to chat let me know i always yeah, I always well, I always like to talk to people we who don't know if they just came in off the street to play a little uh Creedence Clearwater Revival on the this? jukebox yeah, it is, yeah. somebody paid the good dollar <laughs> or if they're here for us sorry i can't interrupt you i'm sorry i'm yeah, sorry i don't want another Another complaint. Uh, hey, we're doing a lot of things <laughs> at home these days, trying to stay home, trying to stay safe, but the world's still turning. Uh, why not have it both ways in uncertain times? Make money and work while you're earning your degree. Oh, That's read. right. Do that with the MSU Denver Online. The MSU students could tell you all about it. They work double the hours while taking classes uh, as any other school in Colorado. MSU Denver puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. It's the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into your classroom. I always say this because I mean it. This is not a lazy A to B experience. They're not just trying to print out a degree for you. MSU Denver Online has been doing this online thing for a while. They got it down, and they know how to get you prepared for the real world. Don't wait. Don't choose. Check out MSU Denver Online. I just saw I highlighted Gary Harrison. Missed him. I missed him, too. You know what I mean? You know what? Uh, Those are the two. most promising thing. What's that? Cut his hair, baby. That's promising. You were such a hair uh -huh. Nazi. Uh-huh. Whoa, Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're such a, yeah. I'm like, a hair Do we have a new thing we can say besides Nazis? Yeah, like, like a hair you just be like a hair, bad guy. You could say like a hair jerk. You're well, a hair jerk. I, I just, I'm a hair noticer. I'm a people, you know. You're not a hair noticer. He's an observer. You're not a yes, hair noticer. Is, you I, don't have many changes. To I tell you, I, again, I notice every time. It's just not noteworthy. Oh, it's so, so annoying. It's actually <laughs> infuriating. Um. All right, let's get to the garbage. Actually, let's just get to the bench. We won't even call it all, all garbage time. I'm gonna we'll play a little fun game here. Who, uh, which non-starter stood out to you the uh, most today? This easiest answer. No, in the no, world. no. Come to me first. All yeah. right, we're gonna go over here to Dev. Dev wants it. Uh -huh. It was Zeke Naji, the guy that I've been saying for a long time. Uh, that just put him on the floor. Like we have Isaiah Hardenstein out there on the floor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he's no Zeke Naji. 
that that's the guy that needs to be playing and he proved it today he showed that he deserves at least some consideration i'm not saying just go out there and play him buku minutes or anything like that but give him a, a chance to go out there and prove himself especially for just a few moments there's times that Dude. we can't get any stops uh, on the defensive end at least let him prove himself to see if he can do it. Dude, give him Buku minutes. He's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> what stood out to you the most about his game? The first half minutes, nothing to write home about, of course. Extremely contained role. I thought he looked like he belonged physically. Yeah. And oh, for sure. That's important because Denver lacks these body types. He's right? got a great stretch for body. Right. And so as the trust in Hartenstein continues to be you know, not there, same with Bolt. Now Vlaco's hurt. You know, maybe this is something Malone feels comfortable with. Like, all right, this isn't four on five, right? Like, whether or not he's ready for the speed or whatever, um, physically he can be out there in this league. And so that's what I saw before the garbage time minutes. Of course, the shot um, is the big takeaway. Those those minutes don't mean much, but but he looked good. The shots looked good, and they fell. So interestingly enough, if I didn't notice this while I was watching because I, I did think he was impressive in a couple different ways, but it was primarily to me the shot. He goes four of six from three tonight, five of seven from the field, but four of six from three gets 14 get points. Here's his shots. entire stat line, 14 points, one rebound. No other stats. <laughs> in in 19 minutes. That's a lot of minutes to not yeah. just like stumble into a couple of rebounds or something, you know? He's like a perimeter player, man. Someone he, just called Zeke Naji cool. So true. Actually, this is like, great. you know what? It, I This is actually what's kind of funny. He kind of is. Yep. Like the thing about Trey was he was a little bit more off the dribble, and, and but he wasn't good at it. Like he, he wasn't a very good off the dribble guy. Zeke, what I like is he's kind of always shot ready. And when you sag off of him, he, he seems extremely comfortable going into that mid-range jumper. Tonight it was the three, but he goes into that foul line face up, and if you're sagged off him, he just goes right into it, and I, I think he's great from that zone. But I like him because he doesn't try that Trey Lyles. Stuff. He never puts it on the floor. He doesn't mm. do all that other stuff. He's just kind of like, my open shoot? If not, keep it moving, do this or that. There's nothing nothing cooler than a, the Midnight Sonata by uh, Beethoven. Well, it is a, it's very beautiful. <laughs> um, but talk, speaking of music, it was string music tonight on the oh, three ball. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know what I just did yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, trans, can I tell you who I thought was impressive outside of Zeke Naji? No, we're on Zeke Naji first. We're going to move on. God, do you not idiots. have a Zeke Naji take? Come on. We, <laughs> grow up, Eric. I'm, I'm serious about this. we got to stick on <laughs> I need your Zeke Naji take though. Other than he was good. Who else is good? (laughs) Dude, I mean Zeke is like Zeke is just like uh, you know he's good, and he's just in waiting. Like he he's like a guy. He's like a freshman that's redshirting essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's there, and you know he's good. You just know he's not going to get minutes because of just the way that. uh, Well, well, is that is that true? I mean, look. Well, I mean, it's been that it's been that way. Early on, it was bull. Then, you know, early on it was Hartenstein. Bull got in there, random starts. Uh, Chanchar most recently. I feel like tonight was the Zeke, like, okay, now you're up at the top. And it's almost like Malone is going through all these guys, trying to get a little bit of minutes. And you can't tell if that's trying to get minutes for people or if it's trying to find out who that guy is going to be. And maybe there is a opportunity. Maybe not when everybody's healthy, but guys, nobody, the Nuggets are going to play that many games with everybody healthy. There's always going to be one guy out. So he might have... That, that's why I didn't want to move on from because I wanted to ask this question. Yes. Did he earn more minutes tonight, in your opinion, Dev? I think so. And if you really just go back even to preseason, he's looked the exact same way. You know exactly what you're going to get from him. You're going to get shots. He, he's a gunner, and nobody even notices it because all of his shots seem to go in. It doesn't seem <laughs> yeah. like he ever yeah. misses. Like, that was responsible. He got yeah. up like eight shots. They all went time. in the same <laughs> way, too. Like When a guy's making the shot, Play it's going himself. right through. You're like, boom, man. Like, when when everything else like looks chaotic, he is just calm every single time he gets to his spots. I think every shot has came from like the same spots. Like He has two shots that he shoots, and somehow they are always open. Everything comes to him like it seems like he really is a veteran in the league, and and my question is like, what is like we haven't we don't see it much, but what will be his knock? What is something that we haven't seen? Because there has to be something that's making him not play as many minutes. Rookie, what could it? I be? I think it's just rookie. I yeah. mean, I, I honestly think that when you are in his position, you know, there's priority. There's guys that just get if you do things equal. There's guys that are ahead of you on the totem pole, so they win. You have to do 120% to kind of get them. And I talked about this with people when early on it was the Argentines and Faku not playing enough minutes. He talked about this with RJ Hampton. Like, there's opportunity. So it's such such a long season. There's opportunity. This is his opportunity. And I do feel like 
when we've seen him, he's done enough that you go like, I'm intrigued at least. But the question is, like I said tonight, one rebound, zero other stats, 14 points. If he's not five of seven tonight, is are we talking about his game? Yeah, I mean, those are like a lot of the cool stuff happened in garbage time. So like, you really right. don't want to get too carried away. Yeah. Here. But to me, it's just the idea of like, okay, there's a big man that can move his feet. That's it. It doesn't look lost out there. I'm curious. Bo body type that's desperately type. needed for es Denver. Especially if they're not going to play Hartenstein. Like, all right, then I think it's time to, yeah. to unwrap Zeke. Yeah, you know, the thing about Zeke, he's like such an old soul. Like, he doesn't he doesn't seem young. Like, RJ Hampton gets in there. He seems like a kid, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he's got that youthful exuberance and... Zeke Naji is like measured. Um, I think a, like he didn't get a, re a lot of rebounds is because it was just like not, nobody no, missed. No, well, nobody <laughs> missed. They, they weren't really, they weren't really setting up the offense. Like it was just come down, jack at three. Like yeah, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just kind of ridiculous from that standpoint. But he just seemed very composed. I, I, I've been calling him Zeke Composure. Is that right? That's your nickname for him. <laughs> Rolled off the tongue. Um, but, I mean, truly though. Like well, I mean, he just has like a an aura about him that just feels like he, you know, it's not too big for him. The other thing is, I think the Nuggets drafted Zeke, a lot of scouting reports that I read had Zeke tabbed as a draft plug-and-play guy, right. which was not how Denver was viewing him. Right. In a lot of ways, it looked like they were trying to develop the prospect he once was coming out of high school, not the guy he was in Arizona or the way he was used in Arizona. And so that, I think, from them listening to Malone and Tim's comments when he was drafted, it was always a longer play. They were right. never too keen on getting him out there. But at this point, you're down enough guys, I think it's worth a look. The shot looks repeatable, and he looks <laughs> fluid He looks fluid enough defensively that I think there's something there. I mean, it's gonna always going to be a work in progress for rookies to be able to defend, but he has the body type Denver needs, and he looks like he's a guy that, why not try him out there on some threes, some three-four combos next to Porter or something, and see what happens if you get opportunities to do so. No so doubt, Big, big shouts to, to oh, Zeke. So, so fun, dude. I mean, like... This game honestly was like pretty boring. In a lot of I ways. thought it was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was like really fun because of right. the guard. I mean, like as far as like a competitive basketball game, yeah. like the real takeaway was like, man, how is Cleveland? How is this an NBA yeah. team that yeah, they're playing? They're, like Colin Sexton was supposed to score. They a were like the points. surprise pick. Like two weeks ago, they were like everybody's darling. Dude, Colin Sexton was terrible. He was really bad. It's terrible. And yeah, like, are bad if you smash that over. Yeah, yeah, I think that was Eric's pick. Actually, I should have brought that one. Actually, up. my dad, my dad did text me. He said, "Downloaded DraftKings tonight." Tell Adam and Eric. I said, "Thanks for the Sexton bet." <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Oh, dig it. Yeah. Um, so. Let's go on to the other guy here. I think is RJ Hampton is the number two. Like, oh, yeah. We've talked about him. He's been – and this is where we go back to Zeke and did these minutes actually mean something for him because RJ got this a couple weeks ago where it was like, all right, here's your chance. And he stayed. He's not – his minutes are not going down over this little extended stretch without PJ and Gary. And to be honest with you, he's still – very much a rookie, but I'm telling you, his game is starting to shine a little bit more. And nights like this are especially important for that. You go up against the Lakers. He knows he's not out there to shoot. He knows he's out there to play defense. You get into garbage time tonight, and he gets to spread his wings a little bit and try a couple more things. And that quickness, that explosiveness, the athleticism to me, like more so than any other player on the Nuggets roster, Michael Porter included, his athleticism pops. Like, I can't help but notice how athletic this dude is and how quick that first step is. And I think that's a real weapon for Denver. I think it's that, like you talked about, it's that explosion um, that really separates him. But R.J. Hampton brings something that no one else on the team has, and that's athleticism. Like, he's out there moving way faster than everyone else. And on a team that's, like, methodical, he's a player that is a live, live wire. You could put him yeah, in for so a spark. True. And, and you don't you really don't know what to expect from him but hustle right. and working hard. And who's going to be mad at that? A guy that's out there, like, giving his all so and, much. and bringing contagious energy to the team. That's what that's what translates in this league. That, that's what keeps you in the league for a long time, and he does that. It's so true. Like, at a certain point, we were like, I was saying to Adam, like, I don't even know what R.J. Hampton is good at. Especially, except for, like, you know what I mean? But except for he just kind of just brings energy. He's, yeah. like, sort of in your in the way. Like I think, too, he was adding, you said, like, this matchup was a good one for him to spread his wings a little bit. At first, it was just hustle. Then it was here comes the D. These last two, three games, it's like, all right, I'm going to set up this shot. Here's a little playmaking A little playmaking, yeah. And not nothing. Yeah. You're not looking for him as like the next ball handler up or anything. But that he can do that at all. And just that he's trying to, like... I just like that he's adding layers to this now yeah. as the opportunity continues to come in. And transition. Like, he's been great transition, including, guys, we got to talk about it. Dude. Preseason prediction. Cash. Cash. Run on everything else but that dunk. So someone added us during this game and said, you know, 
do, do have, is it just me or do the Nuggets never dunk the ball? Right. They yeah, have yeah, those yeah, high yeah. energy, like, okay, benches up kind of plays, which in my opinion can swing, don't tell Kevin Pelton, momentum in, in <laughs> basketball games <laughs> oh, and stuff like that. Uh, just taking a shot that's at not Kevin a shot at Kevin Pelton no, no, no. <laughs> just dismisses the idea of momentum which right, I'm right. embracing and I think these dunks help uh, ask and ye shall receive RJ is the only guy who can provide that kind of moment on this roster he reminds me you know I'm gonna go to dev although you guys all played sports you guys know the you're the upperclassman you're the senior you got the young freshman that is talented or whatever there's two types there is the type that's like thinks they're better than they are and don't they think it's stu- you know, stupid that you want to haze or this or that. And then you got the one that just kind of embraces the like, all right, these guys are going to haze me. Right. These guys are making me carry the bags into the locker room or whatever. He but they're like, love it. they kind of get it. And they're like, yeah, this is what, you know what? I'm part of the guy. And I feel like that's RJ Hampton. He's on the court. and He's like, don't worry, guys. I'll be the one to do all this. Like, I know you guys are just going to yell at me and I'm going to have to run and dive on the floor and do this. But he kind of just embraces it in a way that like. I really want him to be good. Yes. Because he's a lot of fun. He's a nugget. Oh, dude. He's, I mean, he's, he's Mr. Nugget Potential. You said that early on, like he can grow in there. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I'm just Mr. saying. Mr. Nugget Part 3? He's, he's no, an no. intern. Potential. He he's has an potential. intern at the mayor's no, office. He's, he's an intern. intern. No, 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 no. He has an unpaid internship at Mr. Nugget's quarter. He's definitely an intern. He's like a part-time intern, too. Let's Hold on. He's he's Mr. Junior Nugget. Mr. Junior Nugget, for sure. Any other any other RJ thoughts? I just, I mean, I go through a stat line here real quick. Nine points, four rebounds three assists two steals he's not making one block either. think about this he recorded rebounds assists steals yep. one block like did everything eric yeah. i think i like that blocked the, block the three-pointer by the way we talk about how explosive he is like shot out of a cannon for that dunk he's yeah. that way on defense too yeah. like, he closed out so fast and and, and yeah, covered but- so much ground if you block a guy on a jumper well faku did this so it's about to undermine everything well, I'm, I'm about to say I'm ready. <laughs> to say but when you block a guy on a jumper it usually means you snuck up on them like that you bowl does this because they're like, oh man, I didn't realize he was so long. RJ does it because he's so quick that guys are like, holy right. crap, he yeah. closed that gap. And yeah, the thing is, like, he's so uh, like active and he's running around. You think he's just gonna like run into people, but he's like, he's not making mistakes. Yeah, it's been pretty low mistake, all things considered. It's kind of a him. sidewinder, man, like a you know, a snake that can like go quick around rocks and obstacles so like, quick. Dude, this is the best. We can all make like, metaphors, guys. We can all make <laughs> metaphors here. This is the best winners. I love that we're just talking about the end of the end of the bench, guys. It's yeah. like the, the most hype. Cool. Well, you talk about energy, though. You know, I, I thought RJ's energy is great. You compound that with Composo. I was Let's gonna, do it, man. When I was not allowed to bring up who I was thought was impressive, I, I was going to say Facundo Composo. Oh, you can call me Facundo. You can call me. All right. Was that all you were going <laughs> to say, or were you going to yeah, make a point it. off of it? <laughs> <laughs> but there is compounding uh, energy. You know, it's yes. like energy. T- it's energy. It's not plus energy. It's energy times energy. You put Faku and RJ on the court, oh, and all of a sudden it's, it becomes even Faku. more explosive and. Faku, man, it, was it tonight? It was tonight that he had us laughing because it's like runs from one end yes. of the court to the other to like contest a shot. Then somehow he comes flying in the other direction. <laughs> Little legs turning. He He's just working. Seems, he really is like um, my daughter has those toys that you wind up, you know, or, or you like pull back and then it goes and it just until it stubs. You Energizer. Know, it, it'll energize. And that's how he is. He like hits the fridge, turns around, hits this wall, hits that wall, just keeps <laughs> going. That's how he is. I yeah. think it's a real t- take, man. And, you know, at the start of the year in training camp, you heard a lot from the coaches, and Jamal Murray, I thought, was pretty vocal about this. The energy that they were getting from the young guys, the new blood, how it was fun and light in camp. Yeah. And I was thinking about that tonight as, like, the vibes are record lows, right? <laughs> right. But no, everyone's out of gas. No one looks like they want to play basketball. Why not lean on those guys, those sources of the feel-good vibes that, hey, I'm ready to do the little things. thought it was a great time to hit the, the Faku RJ Zeke button. Not that Malone had a lot of choices, right. but... I don't know, like, that is a real thing Faku does that's not going to show up in the box score. If you see him having positive impacts, the energy is always there. And tonight, we finally saw some of that defensive, you know, prowess that was talked up in training camp by the team. Yeah, to me, he looked comfortable tonight. Like he just, yeah, like he looked like he was, um, like he just belonged. Like, he wasn't trying to prove himself, and he was just sort of, like, making, like, every pass he made was, like, kind of showy and goofy and no look and behind the back oh, and it yeah. was like he was just kind of like in his bag and like yeah. he was running around he blocked a shot Facundo Campapo oh, blocked Block. a shot like 
A great block too, man. Dude, he covered so much ground. <laughs> Dude, it was hilarious. He, he, was tried it, he tried it a few times. Like he's he's just out there doing you know the guys that are just doing extra Oh yeah, he's doing just extra. to like show he's that I'm all the way in. I am bought in, I am here. That's what Faku does, but you see that like doing that extra stuff, it, it like it shows it translates in the back box score. He gets the steal, he gets a block. Nobody expects him to get a block. And he's just, he's everywhere on the floor. And how could you be alongside him or how could you be a, a teammate and not be inspired by that play no. and want to play as hard as him? Uh, Jermichael Green, not too noteworthy tonight, 8.6 rebounds, but he was great. Uh, Monte Morris, I, I feel so bad for Monte because he's been so steadily great all year and we never talk about him. And tonight, as, again, like I don't think he's that noteworthy. No, 12 points, 4 assists. The only thing I'll say is noteworthy, in my opinion on him, he goes 2 of 5 from 3, and I'm telling you, man, him from the wing, that's like a, a catch-and-shoot jumper from the wing is, is as much of a lock as anybody's jumper on the team, man. Like, he's automatic. Yes. Yeah. Oh. No, you got this. I was just going to say, he's like the parent, he's like the duke of the game. He's the duke of every game. Never quite the king, but he's like... That's so true. He's right. always, but he's always at the ball. It's so true. He's... By the way, everybody at the <laughs> another four assists, zero. Did he have zero turnovers? <laughs> he had a turnover, I think. No, he had zero. Zero, 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 which turnovers. I am now calling the full Monte. Oh, oh how many does it have to be? Four, only four. four, four I think it's five. Four, four or five? You think? I think five is the and full no Monte. Turnovers. This is right, a pretty right, good right. Monte, almost a full Monte. Um, last guys on the bench, Hartenstein. I don't have a ton of notes, although you look at it, he gets three blocks in eight minutes. He gets two rebounds, um, four points. You know, he was good, just he played so few minutes tonight, and I'm kind of, it feels like he's, he's I mean, he was behind Najee tonight even. Um, and then Marcus Howard hilariously gets up five shots, including three three-pointers in, in six minutes. It's, it's pretty impressive uh, what Marcus Howard could do in so small amount of time. Man, that guy is a gunner, and oh when God. if it ever clicks for him, he's going to have some huge scoring nights <laughs> that no one's going to expect because he's, he's going to get his shots up, and he doesn't care. But back to um, Hartenstein. Um, this is a game that he like you have to give him minutes and you have to play him because that's a that's a front court that the Cavs have that has three real centers that are capable of playing at you know every team right. in the league. So give him giving Hardenstein minutes and seeing him be you know even semi productive is great because he's he's a body that could bang, he could rebound, he he just is out there. So give him some minutes. I think uh, yeah. Uh, I do want to make one point before we go to our final break here, but Bull Bull tonight also at the end of the bench. I think he was the last one in, him or Marcus. I can't remember who came in the, the latest, but um, they, they might have come in together. It was Bull. He goes one of one. He gets two points, two rebounds, one steal. Not very noteworthy night. And I got to say, I'm, I'm we're doing the thing. I'm about to do the thing that I hate, which is connect dots that maybe are, are there or not there, but... You know, they showed the video of all yes. the guys singing to yes. Paul Millsap tonight. And like, oh, and this is what I'm talking about with RJ. You get in a haze, but he's like, hey, I get it. It comes from love. And like, you all, we all got to pay our dues. This is kind of a, you know, whatever. And you see Paul Bull there looking like he's absolutely miserable and wants to absolutely die. Now it just might be his personality. He has a bit of a resting sad face. It's not a resting <laughs> resting bitch face, as they say. It's like resting, resting sad bowl. face. A little bit of an Eeyore energy. A little bit of an Eeyore energy. But you watch him on that one, and he's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not there. And then you see him get off the bench at the end tonight. I don't know. You watch it, and you go like, I he doesn't seem too, you know. He doesn't seem con too content. So, I don't want to read too much into it. Just little note there. I think we can like leave it at that. We can I, leave I it at that. Shared that observation. Yeah, he shared yeah. that one. All right, let's take another break. On the other side, the man with the wind in his hair slowly. Oh, so, uh, he's talking Dude, to Jokic right now. I don't know now. if you guys have checked Twitter. Some really? Oh, I can't some wait. Oh, there's always good ones on the winds, man. Yeah, All, right. All right, let's hit our last break here. Super producer Kale. Zoom care me. So what exactly is video care? Well, video care is like a trip to Zoom care, just from your couch. You can see, hear, and chat with your doctor, just like a traditional in-office visit. Get secure access to urgent primary and specialist care, including mental health. It's all from the comfort of your own home. Video care is covered by most private insurers, usually with a copay. Head to zoomcare.com video to get started.
Yep. Talking time now. Vote. <laughs> oh, do I go? <laughs> wow. If you're in the area, make sure you stop by. That's what the countdown is for. Make sure you stop by the DNBR bar. Try Strava's incredible cold brew. We've got the very finest of cold brew on tap at the DNBR bar. Swing on in and try it sometime. You won't be disappointed. Guess what? You can also subscribe now and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. We know a bunch of you have taken advantage of the one-time offer. You can now plug that DNVR20 code in. And you get 20% off every shipment of the subscription service. What is the subscription service? Well, you can sign up to choose what flavor, what dosage of Strava Craft Coffee is sent to you. K-cups, ground, whole bean. And you can choose when it comes. Two, three, four, five, six, eight weeks, etc. Remember, purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. VR20 and check out that CBD infused Strava craft coffee. But, 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 but. That looks like uh, the Peloton Prince. One is more read. One more we read. have another one? We do, yeah. Well, we got to wait there, Peloton, Peloton Prince. You Hang wait on, there. Harrison. <laughs> Sorry. Still Hang my moment. Hang on, theory to- <laughs> uh, Hey, UFC 257 surely gave the fans the show they were looking Ooh. for. This weekend is sure to be just as action-packed. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 101 odds on your chosen fighter to step out of the octagon, raising the belt. Pick either main fighter to win this weekend. UFC's 258 bout DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 101 odds. That's $1 bet on either fighter to reign victorious, and if your fighter wins, you will cash one. Hundred dollars, dollars, dollars. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sports betting app. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 on your chosen title fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100. For a limited time only, a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Color only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, there it is. There it is. Whoosh. baby. All right. So, Harrison, live from the arena. We don't have it. Hold on. We got to flip over the audio still. We're, we're a second away here. I know. I got. I love, it, I love the shot of Harrison with the uh, arena in the back, though. It just, like, looks so golden. The golden child. Harrison, there you are. Hey, can you hear me, guys? Yeah, yeah. Yep, now we can. What's going on? <laughs> what's uh, incredible? Incredible. How, how you doing? <laughs> that was great. All right, so Harrison, um, you know, blowout win. Um, you know, I'm curious. First of all, I, I see. I, I'm told there's some fire quotes coming from the post game today. Would you say this was a uh, the, the post game was as exciting and, and encouraging <laughs> as the game itself. Yeah, I mean, this was a banner night all around. An absolute banner night all around. We get the blowout win. We get all the starters playing under 30 minutes. We, we get Zeke moments. We get RJ Hampton moments. And then we followed up with a fire post game media session. So um, it was a great night. It was a great night here at the ball. Uh huh. Nice. So who all, let, let's start with Malone because I'm just curious what his, his takeaway was from this. Yeah, Michael Malone immediately shouted out the third quarter. And, of course, I mean, Nuggets had a 21-point lead at halftime. I was wondering if that was enough to uh, prevent them from choking away another third-quarter lead. It was. <laughs> uh, they outscored Cleveland 36-23 in the third. And, yeah, Malone applauded that. He said that was a focus. He challenged his guys to get out of the locker room quicker after halftime and warm up more, he said. So maybe that's like a little adjustment to cure those third quarter woes. Uh, And he also said like the ball is flying around, 32 assists. Um, Obviously great to get the end of the bench in. Uh, Tons of glowing words to say about Zeke, RJ Hampton, and Michael Porter Jr., um, Uh who had his best game in a while tonight. What did he have to say about Michael Porter? I'm curious because we were talking, it felt like, Maybe it was just because the vibes were great because the team was winning and, and playing so well. But it felt like multiple players, maybe even a coach, went into this game with a conscious effort to be positive and encouraging to Michael. Did you feel that watching the game? And, and what did Malone have to say afterwards about him? Well, it certainly seemed like Nikola Jokic looked to get MPJ involved whenever he could. Um, there was a sequence tonight. I tweeted about it. I don't know if it showed up on the broadcast. Michael Porter Jr. came off a DHO uh, from Jokic. 
hit a little pull-up jumper, mid-range jumper. Mike Malone on the bench, fist pumped with two hands like this. He was so jacked about that play working. So it seemed like it could have been a point of emphasis. Nobody really said anything on record afterwards to say it was, but it seemed that way. And Malone on MPJ's game, he really made it a point to say that he thought Mike played a complete offensive game. Um, Mm. Offensively shooting it with confidence, spacing the floor correctly, defensively being engaged, uh, helping in the right spot, cutting off ball. I thought he had a lot of nice off-ball cuts tonight, and even on a couple of them, Yoke missed them in the first half specifically. So just a really complete game uh, from MPJ tonight, and that's what Malone said too. Man, that's a, that, that's really good stuff to hear. And it's funny, man, so often when you do that other stuff, the scoring comes with it. And I, and I think that's one of the lessons you kind of learn as you, as you go through this league. Um, anything else from Malone noteworthy about this one? Uh, yeah, two more things from Malone that I've got here. Um, on two of the rookies, on Zeke Naji, he loved yeah. how he shot the ball, not just how – he went four or six from three. I think that's what he went four or six from three. But that, like, there was no hesitation when yeah. he shot it. He shot it with confidence every time. And, and I think that's notable. And I got a good quote from Zeke about that, too, that I'll get to. But, I mean, this is his first meaningful minutes of the season, uh, yeah. of his rookie season. And just to come and shoot it with no hesitation every time, I thought that was cool. And then Malone on RJ Hampton. He loves when RJ Hampton is in attack mode. With his athleticism, he has the chance to be, quote, an elite defender. An elite defender because of his athleticism. What I think is cool about that is it seems to be, at least at this stage, he's embracing that aspect of his game. I mean, so many players, and let's be honest, defenders don't get paid the same way offensive players do, but he seemed to have approached his minutes with, that's what I want to be right now at least, is, is... earn that reputation as a reliable defender and maybe even a, a, a plus defender. Um, so I think that's really, really cool to see. And of course, Malone is trying to funnel him there. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else who's trying to funnel him there is Paul Millsap. So I asked Paul, you know, Paul Millsap, Mr. Defense throughout his career, what he thinks of RJ as a defender. And he pretty much agreed and said, because of his athleticism, he could be that guy. And he said he's going to be on RJ like every day, every practice, every shoot around to be committed defensively because obviously that's how he's getting on the floor right now. He's also, you know, I think very good at making decisions at full speed. You know, he's he's had a lot of a lot of body control, ball handling control at at running downhill in this game. So kind of something to watch as well. Um, Okay, what else? Anything else from Malone or we got to go to the players? Um, let's go to the players. So a lot of really good stuff from Michael Porter Jr. tonight. Um, I'll start with kind of him funneling off of Malone's a complete game. And MPJ was talking about how he, when he plays with a starting unit, there's so many guys that can score. His job isn't to force that. Um, he said, everybody knows I can score. I think my teammates just want me to be locked in. For me, it's not about letting scoring determine my energy on the defensive end, and that's what I did tonight. I just felt like I was locked in the whole game, didn't have too many lapses, and that's progress. Um, that, that sounds like Michael Malone. Doesn't it? <laughs> so, internalizing some, some coach speak here, which I guess is good. You know, it's a positive. Yeah. And then he also said that he's placing an emphasis on trying to get to the rim more. MPJ is. Um, He had a couple drives tonight, I thought, got fouled on one or two of them. And uh, he said, quote, I shoot a lot of contested threes because I feel like nobody can block my shot, but I need to get to the cup more. Yeah. So that's an emphasis of his, it seems like. Yeah. Well, interesting. Uh, His shot, also just seeing a couple go down, I mean, it's funny because he's still, I think, a 45% three-point shooter on the year. It might have gone up after tonight. But it's funny. It's, he's had like three bad games in a row, and you're kind of like, oh, no, you know, in a rut. And then he comes out tonight. What, what was he from the three-point line? Four of seven. So I love basketball yeah. for this reason. It's that never too high, never too low. Like We were That's real low last time, and now it's like <laughs> we couldn't be. We're like, again, every player's good. We, I just, we can't even get enough minutes for these guys last night. It was like, man, it's just Jokic and a bunch of... Bubs. 
All right, what else? Where should we go next, Harrison? So I asked uh, MPJ also about just his relationship with Nikola and mm. from kind of a Nikola Jokic leadership standpoint, because we see Nikola talking to him on the floor a lot. We've heard about a, lo a lot, and we even see it, you know, during games, how Nikola stepping up as leader this year. And Mike said, quote, I think Nikola sees me working every day. He knows how hard I work, and I think he expects a lot of me. To me and Nikola's relationship, a lot of it is him getting on me because he knows I can be better. I don't think any of that personally because I know I can be better. He just expects a lot from me. Guys. That's it. Let's get some up here. That's you know what, what that's saying? the real winner's lounge right that's there. That's the real winner's lounge. Are you kidding me? Some music to my ears. I don't even care how true it is. I think it's very true, by the some way. I'm not saying it's not. I, I don't care. Music. Man, that's a great quote. I mean, that sounds phenomenal. That's an A-plus quote. Unless you're just giving it's it a an, great read, Harrison. I mean, don't, no. don't, I don't want to go back and watch this this later and be like, he didn't say that. No, it's an absolute A-plus quote. And look, I've been, I've been seeing the chatter on Twitter after last game. Oh, does Nicola not like MPJ? Right. Like, there's some type of tension there. And Vote and I talked about this on the show. Nicola's always recognized Mike's talent and his skill set. And they flashed a chemistry together before. So he wants Nicola to be great. Or Nicola wants Mike to be great, and I mean, this was obviously just a great building block. Man, that's fantastic. That's one of my favorite. I can't wait. I can't wait to really get into the the exact quote because that that's that's incredible. I think that that is to the me, exact quote. Do you not believe me that that's the exact quote? Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> said it word quote. for word. Okay. It was a quote. Well, it was I got, a verbatim. I got, a little, I like, got Kenny Rogers in my ear. I got <laughs> you, like, I got a lot of things the coming through. Multitasking. Yeah, I'm multitasking here. Jokic says it's I, yeah, highway to the danger zone or whatever. Um, all right, Kenny so, Loggins. Kenny Loggins. <laughs> what uh, what uh, what else we got? Uh, we talked to Zeke Naji as well, oh, and man. Um, Zeke's great, man. I love Zeke, and uh, <laughs> I think it was Mike Porter who said after the game that just everybody loves Zeke, everybody on the team. He, he's just a hard worker. He's a good locker room guy. He's kind of quiet and soft-spoken, but when he gets out of his shell, he's just a great teammate. Um, so that seems like a Denver nugget to me, which, which was our read on uh, Zeke after the draft. And like I was saying earlier, he shot those threes tonight with such a confidence. And he said that that confidence comes from the fact that assistant coach David Adelman tells them when they're open, shoot it. When you pass up an open shot, sometimes that puts you in a worse position. Mm, so that's right. his thinking there. Yeah. And I thought that was a great little uh, bit of insight. Who are you more impressed with? We were debating this earlier, but who are you more impressed with, Zeke or RJ? I mean... Probably tonight, Zeke, just because we haven't seen it before. Yeah. And, and we've seen RJ in bits and pieces. Uh, the defense w was great. I'll have to go back and, and just watch the film on RJ because he had a couple, like, really great defensive possessions where he was so rangy and covered so much ground. Um, but Zeke just seems like a he could potentially be a plug-and-play guy. Right. Who's just going to come in and, and do his job, knock down shots, be a fifth option. So... Look, RJ is firmly in the rotation right now. We'll see what happens when Gary Harris, PJ Dozier get back. But yeah. I've got to think Zeke needs to be at least in consideration for, for some minutes here. I love it. Love it. Is there anything else from the uh, from post game that you took away? The only other thing with Zeke is he came in in the first quarter tonight. He was at the three. For a right. couple minutes. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Next to Jamichael and I think next to Nicola. And he said a goal of his is to defend more versatile defenders on the wing. Let's guard go, those baby. bigger wings. I, I think we discount his versatility a little bit on the defensive end. Like, could he be a guy that, that guards bigger threes and combo forwards? Like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I love it, man. You know what I love about this game is it really did bring us all the good vibes we needed. <laughs> Minus one, Jamal Murray maybe making a bunch of threes, yeah, but whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. I need to make a stink it. about it. Uh, yeah, geez, thanks for bringing Come it on, up. bro. My bad. It's the winner's lounge. <laughs> but uh, this one was definitely a feel-good uh, feel kind I'm of win. I'm feeling great. Any parting thoughts before we let you out of here, Wind? For you blowing out. Yeah, on uh, Jamal Murray, Malone brought up pregame that he texted him and told him not to come into this game pressing. And he liked how Jamal and Nicola 
really just controlled this game without necessarily scoring a lot. Yeah. And and I just thought overall, like the flow, the patience on offense, there was a calmness to the Nuggets offense, I thought tonight, and just the comfortability that we hadn't seen in a while. So that was great. Love it. The ball was indeed popping at Ball Arena. How many assists tonight? 31. Anytime you're north of 30, that's great. Um, so nice one. Harrison, get home safe, buddy. Can't wait to see what you, you ride on this one. Let's go. See you guys. Uh, all right, man. So I love, yeah, we do have some super chats. We're going to end the show with, but man, I got to say my vibes were, I thought my vibes were a 10, but it turns out they were a 9.9 till wind brought in that quote, man, that quote from Nicola. I'm telling you, we've, we've been sitting here and George Carl had a great thing on a a couple podcasts back where he talked about so often the media is piecing together things like, you know, they're trying to, no, it is us. I mean, let's be honest. Like, especially, well, well, especially us right now. Like, you know, we're not in the locker room like we always are. We're not getting to like have all of these, you know, courtside conversations with different people right now. We are especially in the dark on this kind of stuff this year. And I think we always try to be careful and not to read into this or that. But we've talked about one of the things that we have been concerned about is, you know, Jokic and MPJ. The frustration you see him do the, the, the little things, but it seems like. The important thing is that MPJ at least feels or is vocally expressing that, hey, I get it. Yeah, he's tough with me because he believes in me and also because, like, this is boot camp, man. Like, there's no there's no softies. This was the meat on the bone um, of the conversation that Harrison, Wind and I had last night. We've sort of always felt this way, the two of us, about Jokic and Porter. And that's that Jokic gets it, what Porter can do, what that right. means for the team, why that's important, and that that itself is, in fact, the source of the frustration at times. Um, these are the types of things that aren't until we know for a fact it's a problem it isn't one and you have to give professionals room to work these things out tension does not equal conflict in a professional sports environment and so if you are going to look at the growth Jokic has made as a leader take a step back and give him time to navigate this situation I personally really like the way he's approaching this so far and I'll say one more thing Arguably not enough credit has gone Michael Porter Jr.'s way for at least what he's Strong saying. Strong agree. At least what he's saying and the way he's carrying Strong himself. Um, that's not easy in, in the situation he's in. So often people's, when they share things publicly, they're really reflecting their own sort of things. Like, you can't handle being yelled at. Like, that's, right. this is what it is. Right. Like, you can't handle not succeeding immediately. I mean, so many people are sending us to, like, Jokic should demand a trade thing. And every time I read that, <laughs> every time I see a Jokic should demand a trade, I always think the person sending that is a quitter. Because this team yeah. just went to the Western Conference Finals. They're 23 games into a season, of which they are above 500. Right. And people are like, he should act out now. And I'm thinking, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. I'm just saying, like, our default position now is, like, when things go awry, quit. Get out of there. Go to where it's easier. And I'm always thinking, like, man, this is what I hate about this era of basketball is there is such a thing as you need to go to another team if your organization has really let you down. But come on, guys. Struggles? That's just part of sports. That's actually what sports are about. I don't want to say anything after uh, you guys just gave those two closing remarks. They were just, no Nothing we could say could could top that oh man well we do have we are going to go to super chats though so we are (laughs) don't do it yeah don't do it don't say it and we're going to go to all right let's get to some super chats again thank you guys so much everybody that (laughs) threw a super chat my way i still don't quite get what it is but i love that it means it's money for the company which is awesome so we really appreciate that um somebody with great eyesight let's read this one at the bottom here super chat be at the bar soon big dub energy hell yeah All right. How uh, many more games like this will it take to force RJ and Zeke into a healthy rotation? I mean, obviously we hit on it. At the moment, RJ's in there, first of all. I mean, while the guys well, are hurt. While the guys are out, I mean, here's the thing. He's not going to pass Jamal Murray. I don't yeah. think he's going to pass Will Barton. I don't think he's going to pass Gary Harrison. I don't think he's going to pass P.J. Dozier. I think those guys are solidly ahead. What it does mean, though, these guys, there's always going to be injuries. There's always going to be rest. There's always going to be this or that. What it does mean to me is you get to a trade deadline. You keep playing like this for another 10 games. You get to the trade deadline. Does Malone and Tim Conley get together and say, you know what? I think RJ Hampton could be our fourth guard. Like, he's going to have some bad nights, but those nights, his minutes just go way down. But he's good enough, consistently enough that, hey, maybe we can move on from one of these other guys that we really liked and and make a deal. I I don't know. So, 
And then, of course, a lot of this is just picking your spots, being good, and then next year you get to hit the ground running because you have all this experience. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't think he breaks into the rotation unless there is a trade, but I think he stays in the rotation whenever there's a player that goes down. Surprisingly, it might be Zeke that's got a better chance. I mean, they might need another big in that rotation at some point. And Well, Zeke feels a need that the Nuggets – and look, tonight's the first Ooh, night we've seen no. him for extended minutes. I mean, let's, let's be honest, and he looks good. But it's the first time totally. we've really gotten a look at him. He feels a more immediate need. If he ha does what R.J. Hampton does, where he gets more minutes like this over the next five, six games, and he consistently does his job, then, yeah, I could see there being a scenario where they're like, hey, why don't we try him to, to – I think it was Harrison's point. Why don't we try him more at the three and see where that goes? So I like it. Great super chat. Great question. What else we got there, Super Producer Kale? Guys, shouts to Super Producer Kale Sobro. You got to follow him on, on, on social. He does a bang-up job for mm. – produces almost all the DNVR shows. You don't have to. How do, do we feel about – Having Torian Prince on the Denver Nuggets. I like this one. Um, maybe using the trade accession. I don't know. What I like about this is you could literally throw out any wing right now and it'd be like, yeah, man, yeah that is oh, wow. bring yeah. him to Denver. That really? is a man of that size. Really? And Torrey Craig? Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, totally <laughs> you know what? Can you imagine out. him? Still out. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know that Torian Prince solves a bunch of Denver's problems right now, but I mean, he is a guy that. Because I think what is he like six seven? I mean he's he's not like especially long or especially big. But Chris Marlowe was like every time he mentioned him, he was like the very dangerous Tory. Chris Marlowe very in on this idea. He had like a great game when he was with the Hawks, like yeah, like or something, and you always like remember the deadly Tory Prince. Six, seven. Uh, six, seven. It's like it's some random person watched a Nuggets uh, Kings broadcast, and they're like, "You got to be careful with Holmes. He's deadly from anywhere inside the three point line." People are like, "What Holmes?" <laughs> like, well, against Denver, he is. Um, so Prince is just another dude to me. I, th I mean, he's really good. He's a really good player, and I do think you know there's names out there: Torian Prince, Daniel House, like some of these guys that, to me, are like not huge needle movers, but Denver could maybe use them. It's just but yeah, Denver needs a needle. They, need, <laughs> they just don't move the needle that much. They're those guys that I'm like, did they make them better? Yes. Do they get you over with. any hump? And I'm like, I don't. It I don't is think a little so. bit like, yeah. Like if it was all dependent on on Tori and but Prince maybe, coming I'm, over. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. Be, but I mean, you never know. Like I mean, you got to think about uh, you know the matchups we've had where you see players like Jordan Clarkson or right. Uh, oh, totally. Uh, whatever his name is in uh, for Portland, uh, whose name I've already forgotten. Well, I, well, here's you know, a, Rodney Hood. So like, here's an interesting thought too, like. Watching Faku, watching RJ, and just sort of the joy they play with, and like the energy. And it, I do think there is something too, like championship coaches have talked about this a lot bringing in fresh blood every year. You win a championship, the next year you can't run it back. You got to bring in one or two guys that are especially hungry, that are that everything is so new because otherwise you start to take for granted all the stuff that you've been doing successfully for so long. And I do feel like maybe a Torian Prince is that, you know, maybe not him, but I'm saying you bring sure. in another guy and he's like, man. I've been standing in the corner for so long, and now I get to run these DHOs, and I get to do all this stuff, and it's a lot more fun, and, you know, it, it maybe has that jolt of energy. I mean, so. it could be Torian Prince. By the way, 43% from three on 4.3 attempts per game this year for yeah. Prince. Let's do it. Great super chat. Let's do uh, it. Any other scale, or is that it? No, that's it. You, know what right. we, you know what we didn't say today? What do we not say? Munder. A munder. We forgot. This was a munder. This was a munder, baby. Malone loves that. He's going to sleep like a baby tonight. Shout out Nuggets right Thanks, everybody, for riding with us throughout this whole show. We appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe button, and if you hit that little bell icon, it'll send an alert to you every time so you know that you that we have a show. You never miss it because you never know. Go live random times. Like, who knows? Maybe tomorrow we will be live. We don't know yet. Sometimes that happens. You don't want to miss us. So. Dude, our haters have left the building. The haters. Are we have nary a devil. We're going to get flooded with them now. Like, <laughs> hit you the know what? Down I don't know if no the fans hit the internet. We got for no the natural downvotes. The haters are out. <laughs> hey, we love going through this experience with you guys, man. That's what DNVR is all about. The wins, the losses. The wins are a lot more fun. The winners' lounges are a lot more fun. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we do enjoy after the game coming here and talking it out with you guys. Yeah, Deb did almost quit after last uh, Losers' Lounge. So <laughs> this is a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> My throw... Uh, like, why throw me under the bus? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> Deb, Deb made the mistake of reading the comments. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>